This is the Big Small Business Show. Welcome back. Uh, if you haven't been watching, we are in studio with Josla Mochocho and his wife Lulama um, Mochocho, and they are the founders uh, of uh, Mochocho IT. And the question is really to me is around. Um, it's actually a common question that I that I get around. How do I extract myself from the operational side of the business and probably to go out there and and do more selling and to start building the business. But every time you leave, you probably find that there's certain issues and uh, then you have to come back. And, and, and so you're always drawn back into the, into the business time and time again. So I want to talk about um, a book called The E-Myth Revisited by a guy called Michael E. Gerber. In, and in that book, he talks about the journey of an entrepreneur, which is going from technician to manager to entrepreneur and technician can be any kind of technician where you are the person doing the stuff. Then, so if you're a graphic designer, you're the graphic designer. And then the next level is to manage the, the people, other graphic designers and other people in the business. And once you've got that, you put managers in place and then you manage the managers and then you are what they call opportunity seeking you in entrepreneur mode. So it feels like for me in this that you are the personality, you're the personality, and the clients want to see you, they want to see you at their premises because they feel comfortable with you, because you are the brand, the two of you are the brand of your business. And so what you do is that you, you, you go out, you get the work, you go there, you do, do the work, and then you come back and then it feels like you're starting again and again and again and again and you can't grow, which is the question that you, I think that you're asking me. So you, you mentioned that also in terms in before the break, you, is it about documenting process? But it's, it is, but there's a thing that you need to think about before that, which is I need to build a machine, mm. okay? So you need to see, see yourselves as engineers, as architects of a machine. And what you're doing is you are the part of that machine and then you build that part and you remove yourself from that part and you put in that part. And then the next thing you are that part and you build that part and you remove. Mm. And you remove yourself and you build this machine that works without you. So if I look at RaceCorp, we mentioned RaceCorp before, if I look at RaceCorp from 15 years ago, I was the only one selling, right? And everyone's, everyone thought, well, you, you know, if it wasn't Alon Reyes, then you know, everyone wanted to see me. And I made very, very sure when I heard that, that, that people only wanted to see me, that I understood that that was the end of RaceCorp because that means I could never grow, right? Mm -hmm. So I started a process very much like, like, like where you are. I did, started this actually before 15 years ago where I started to create, first of all, a product that could sell by itself and that's why I was asking about product what product so what is the product I name the product I price the product <coughs> and I sell the product so now I've got something to sell then I move to the next step of a, that I need to train somebody else to sell that product mm. right so that now I move away from me and then I bring in other people and I now move into management so now I manage that person to sell mm. and and they ma sell that product and then I create another product and sell those products. And of course, they come and go, like most salespeople do. And then I build up a team. And eventually, they are dealing with clients, and the clients have never, ever met me, ever, right, before. They've never met me. And these guys now, 
So I was thinking about it like a machine. Now, if you're going to do that, just I'm just using cells as an example, but you've got to do that across everything. So to me, it's about documenting the process of anything. So if it's the finance or the pricing or whatever it is, documenting this is how I do it. Then it's about who it's what is the job description of the person I want to put in there and going to the deepest detail you can. Rather do more detail than less detail, yeah. right? And then the next stage is then to train the people. So then you would go through, uh, this is the training on every single piece. So this is how we train to do pricing. This is how we train to do selling. This is how we train on products. This is how we train on networking. This is how you spoke about the fact that they're well trained. So you're used to that. Mm. So then it's about the training. But here's the trick that everyone forgets is the assessment. Because you've been in tra training mm. and you can, you know what happens. You're in training, you're thinking what's for lunch and mm. you're thinking about the baby and you're thinking about all sorts of things and you're not present. So physically being in training doesn't mean that you know what you're doing. So assessments, so, so here's the assessment, and if they don't meet the assessment minimum, in race corp it's 80%. If you don't meet 80% in, in your training, then we, we give you a second chance, and if you don't do, you go into performance management and out. So we know everyone in race corp has been trained, they're selected, they're trained, they've passed training, and now they're deemed to be competent. And then the last piece, is around productivity targets is that so I can do maybe I don't know in networking X amount of points in, in, in a day or in an hour I don't know what the I don't understand your industry mm -hmm. so you need to say that I will pay you per point and you need or if the external or if you work for, for, for me that I'll, I expect 10 points per day or per hour or whatever it, whatever the, the mechanism of mm. understanding productivity is. Mm -hmm. And that reporting comes back to you. Now you're sitting above the machine and you can see that person knows what they're doing and they're hitting the 10, 10, 10, 10. That's good. That, that part mm. is working. That, that person in a different role has got a different uh, productivity number and they're hitting five, five, five and that's the right number and that's good. And so you start to build the machine piece by piece. But the place that you start is the place that you hate the most in your business. That's the place you start, not the place you like the most. Mm -hmm. And then the, my last point is don't abdicate, don't just throw it, delegate it, do it properly, hand it over slowly, mm -hmm. and then you just move. And, and that hopefully answers, answers your question. Thank you so much, it does. Well, uh, a bit later in the show, I'm going to give you some pointers based on this interview. So do stay tuned. And up next is our series on how to build an FMCG brand. In studio with us once again, we have Ryan Chef Lurie. He's the founder of uh, Namia Japan, which is a very high caffeine uh, drink. And uh, he's been talking to us about FMCG, fast moving consumer goods, how to build your own. Today I want to talk about um, manufacturing versus outsourcing. You know, it's, I see many small businesses trying to control the manufacturing in-house uh, with various reasons that make sense, but also outsourcing also makes sense. What's your view? So thanks again for having me, Alona. I think, I think that Again, you raise an interesting point. Should I manufacture everything myself or should I outsource it? As a, as a business, 
and again in this economy, in this environment, in what's happened in the world today, it actually ends up in a lot of the time being cheaper to outsource your manufacture. You also have reliability and you also have redundancy. If you have to manufacture yourself, you're looking at a much longer lead time to build your business to that ready stage. And you're going to look at making a number of different mistakes along the way. There's people that have already made all those mistakes, have set up the infrastructure, um, have access to a lot more than you do, and can benefit from slotting you into their schedule. Um, it ends up being, a lot of the time, as I've said, a lot more cost-effective to outsource the manufacture of your product as opposed to doing it yourself. Well, we, we, even even Apple and the big brands all outsource, they don't manufacture themselves. So, you know, this is a big mistake that I see with many small businesses where they think that they have to manufacture everything in-house. And uh, as you've heard here on the Big Small Business Show from Ryan Sheffleury, that is not always the right strategy. That's it uh, for this slot. We'll be right back straight after this. <music> 